Um, hi everyone, I am recording from my car again. <laughs> um, yes, I can't uh, uh, wait to tell you how excited I am about today's episode I just recorded with Jessica Zweig. Oh my gosh, it's so lit. It's so full of juicy, juicy stuff. Um, business, spirituality, planets, uh, best podcasts. Oh my God, what not? I, I decided that I have to like shorten this intros because my conversations with my guests are so amazing that the podcast is overall um, long. But I also, I feel like I give away a lot of interesting details. So I don't want to do that. You have to listen. Jessica Zweig is an amazing entrepreneur. She innovates uh, in the way that I am so um, inspired and passionate about. She connects business and spirituality. And what does it mean? Just please listen um, to Jessica. She's an award-winning entrepreneur, a a CEO, a founder of Simply Be, and a long, long list of uh, different achievements. But um, just, just listen to her. I hope you'll enjoy. Hi, Jessica Zweig. Hello, thank you for having me. Um, thank you for having um, you. Like, thank you for being here and agreeing to come to my little podcast in the good company. Um, and where do we start? Where do you want to start? I definitely want to start from who is Jessica Zweig. We could spend probably all my podcast here talking about your achievements, oh. including opening this beautiful agency, Simply Be, founder and CEO. Uh, woman of the year and female entrepreneur woman of the year uh, expert in uh, personal branding named by Forbes uh, yes <laughs> CBS ABC um, so many um, beautiful achievements but I always like to know um, and want you to tell in your own words what really you want um, you know like I said we could spend all all day here but who is Jessica? And um, obviously, Simply Be, um, your platform, your company. Yeah. What do you guys do? And sure. how do you make the world better? <laughs> what a beautiful question. And I love that you brought up all of the accolades and the recognition. And that's like, that's not, that's not me. That's a, that's, that's a story and that's a label. And while it's wonderful and it's something I'm so grateful for and have, you know, has helped definitely drive my career, mm-hmm. it's not at all who I, I identify with. Like, mm-hmm. I don't go around introducing myself like, I'm an, I'm an award-winning, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, like, I don't think, I don't even think about that stuff. I think really if you were to ask me who I am, I mean, I'm a, I really feel like at my core I'm, I'm a creative and I'm an artist. Uh, I went to school for theater. My background. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm, and my college degree is a BFA in acting. So, so interesting. Isn't that interesting? I you mean, have I, this actress quality, <laughs> like a aura, actress well, aura about you. So that's definitely there is something in it. Thank you. I mean, I feel like I think that's a compliment. I think that you know, being be, being an actor and getting like proper training as an actor was the best sort of prerequisite for becoming an entrepreneur, because when you're an actress you are your own product. You are pitching yourself all the time in auditions. Like you are needing to be your own marketing agent, your own publicist, your own secretary. Like you have to sell all the time. Mm -hmm. And so 
for me, and then you also get the training of like how to speak well, you know, how to stand on a stage, you know, how to understand emotions and nuances, because hey, that's business and relationships, and relationships yeah. are business. So it really did prepare me, but you know, I've become very much so, um, you know, a businesswoman later in life as I've gotten older, but at the core, I consider myself an artist. I consider myself a creative. Um, you know, I, it, I'm according to the business plan models, we read this book, Traction, here. It, it's on my list. It's the best business book I've yeah. ever read. It changed my life. Um, I'm a visionary. Like, mm -hmm. Alicia, my COO, is our integrator, and there's sort of these different ways in which you look at an org chart, you know, through the lens of that book. And, and so when I kind of saw myself, like, yeah, I'm a visionary. Like, I come up with the ideas. Like, I get to play. I get to create. However, I also run a business now, and it's an incredibly busy business. So to answer your question, I mean, I think who I am, I'm a, I'm a constant dreamer. I'm, I feel at my core I'm incredibly feminine. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm extremely spiritual. I live my life by faith and, and my connection to the divine. It's my that deepest relationship of my whole life, like deeper than my husband, deeper than my, mm -hmm. my family. Like it's, it's, it's source, it's truth, right? So I have, um, I have, that is a huge part of who I am, that is me. But then as you know, you, you add on the layers of, of business and career and success and accolades like you mentioned, we fall, I think women in business fall more into their masculine, mm -hmm. you know, because we're always in our doing versus our being. So I'm, I'm on the path currently, like at this inflection point right now, of how can I be more in my beingness as this, you know, very busy sort of CEO that is required to, you know, be incredibly linear in the way that I think and pragmatic and action oriented and living the life of a leader and needing to assert. Those are mm -hmm. all masculine values. And what I'm really interested in is the dance between the feminine, which is more the empathetic side of us, the compassionate side of us, the side of us that revels in beauty and stillness. And that, that is innately who I am. Mm -hmm. That is always who I've been. When I was a little girl, I played with you know, dolls, and I dreamed of like, having conversations with fairies and like, like getting lost in the woods for mm -hmm. hours. Like, that is, that is like who I want to get back to like every day <laughs> um that like you know that purity that like little girl in a way that I just don't I don't have time for much so that's you know that's that's who I I am but I I think that I've been able for whatever reason I don't know harness my skill set as a businesswoman I realized that after I left acting I'm far more the reason why I left acting was yeah. like I didn't really like being a, like an instrument in someone else's orchestra. Yeah, because like, you're not leading, you're led. Yeah, exactly. And you have no control over your own destiny mm -hmm. on a daily basis. And I was like, I'm not an instrument. I'm freaking conductor. Like, I want to like run shit. I can swear in your podcast. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. you can do whatever you want. I just, I'm a sailor mouth. Even good people swear. You know, they swear the most because there's a lot of to be swearing exactly. about it now. They say that highly intelligent people swear the most. So I'll take that. But, you know, because I, I, I love business too. Like I love, I love building shit. I love yeah. helping people. I love making money. I love being a boss. I love all of that. That's like all so inside of me that kind of came to life, you know, as I became an entrepreneur and my business, you know, grew, I was, I'm, I think I'm pretty good at blending the two now. And to answer your question, like what is Simply Be, 
you know, we're a personal branding company, but we're really a personal empowerment company. And we help our clients build their platforms using their authenticity as their message and helping them really draw that out and, and shine that back to them as their superpower and then giving them the roadmap to build it, right? Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes we build it on their behalf, right, as their team. We do that often. But what's been really cool is I've been able to build a successful company with my heart, mm -hmm. you know, leading from love. Yeah, you ask feminine. Any, yeah, in the feminine. And, I, and I've definitely tipped the scale too far on my masculine many times. And it's gotten me into trouble. Like, I've gotten sick, I've gotten depressed, I've gotten... It wasn't you, it wasn't exactly, your body. Exactly, exactly. And so, it's so interesting, I'm sorry that I interrupt you. When I was driving here and I was, you know, thinking about our conversation, my intention, obviously I wanted to have you here because I, what, what you say, like, through your work, through empowering people, giving them voice, giving them platforms, helping uh, them being who they are. Right. Um, it's it's the most beautiful um, thing you can do in the world and good change you can bring. So that's why I definitely wanted to have you here. But I'm also fascinated with innovation. And I was thinking about you um, the other day, again, pre preparing for this, um, our conversation. Exactly what you said, that there is something that you lead new way of business run by women. So you talk with Alicia, your COO, at one point that you guys lead with um, you know, IQ um, and EQ. EQ, but also you. I in my car today. I think you also are leading with GQ, which is gut. Yeah, um, like totally. I don't want to say intuition because IQ is already taken. Yeah, that's good though. <laughs> so great. was it uh, quotiento, whatever it is, GQ. GQ. So it's like it's also that this intuition, this feminine. And I think it's so important so that we smart. normalize it, that there is spirituality, that we make certain decisions not based on, the, on masculine numbers, what we see, what is there, but sometimes it's this gut feeling, it's this women power that we have and we have to own that, um, that is so helpful and will be helpful in the future. So that's, that's so amazing that you just said like who you are and I was like exactly thinking that, you know, I'm so excited to talk to you. That's Honestly, one of the smartest things I've I've heard in a long time. I think that's genius. I like want to oh do. God, a, stop! I'm blushing. No, right it's now. so <laughs> so good. I think I might like use. Like, I'll talk about that on my podcast and like like reference oh. you. Like this, that's a that's a really really interesting point because intuition is different than emotion. Like mm -hmm. emotional intelligence, which is EQ, is different than IQ, which is intellect. And then you have this sort of you know sixth sense. Yes. You know, that is quantum awareness that is all about, you know, really feeling into this intelligence and I'm touching my stomach right now, which is different than your heart, which is different than your head. Yes. And I, like, wow, I think that if I, <laughs> if I could say that is like my strongest, that is my strongest I literally was Q. thinking in the car, it was like GQ, okay? It sounds like a men's magazine, yeah. which is not the but purpose. But it's not the same, totally. But it's not the same, it's and it's amazing. I think it's, it's you are opening a door to, to really women, you know, because we are talking about empowering women and women in business, but it's still not there because we cannot be fully ourselves in the business area, and I feel like I got chills. And I feel like you are that fully yourself. You do business, and you do ayahuasca, and you do yeah. stones, and you meditate, and you talk about quantum, and and we are all that, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and I want to thank you for that, and uh, I'm so honored to well, talk to you. I'm honored to be here. I think that that honestly is 
I just got my human design chart read. Have you heard of human design? Of course I did. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to bring a human design expert on Who are you? Show. Are you a manifester? I'm a generator. Generator? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually a generator too. Are you really? Yeah, yeah I'm an emotional generator. And yes, I'm, um, I, there's a whole bunch of shit I learned that day, but it was a lot. But what I do, one of the last things she told me was that my um, throat chakra like my like I have the true like voice of a leader yeah and that I'm meant to share what was the language she used she's like you are meant to share your own version of reality in order to shift everyone else's version of reality mm -hmm. and I was like bingo because and I just got the chills and it's it's I realized that I have a platform you know it's not the biggest platform in the world but I have a platform and I have a, a, a responsibility and a privilege to really shift the way that I think people see the world. And it's not that I, I don't, I can't say I don't know these things for a fact because I feel like I do. I feel like these things mm -hmm. are so resonant to my core and the things that I've seen and the things that I've experienced that I am, I stand behind them and that you can be completely connected to source. You can do plant medicine, you can meditate, you can mm -hmm. be into crystals and you can still run a seven figure company. Amen. Yeah. Preach, please. Yeah. <laughs> I got chills again. I'm just like going to be in chills all the time here. I, I have them every day. I like chill more than I cry. Like it's like my new version of like affirmation and like connection. But it's true. Like, you know, I, I had an experience. I mean, I guess I can go here. I had an experience, so I did ayahuasca um, a couple months ago, actually, and that was a really beautiful um, experience. It was, it was unique in the sense that it connected me so much to my femininity yeah, I and heard my that. flow mm -hmm. and like, the things that I've been like, sh sort of shaming right around my cycle, around my blood, around my moon. And it was like... Just uh, jumping in, it's a, uh, your uh, podcast episode must listen for sure, like many others. Thank but, you. Sorry. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's my ayahuasca experience yeah. on my podcast in Costa Rica which I think got some of the most downloads of any show, but it was, but it was really life-changing, but that was more about my connection to myself, which is what I, I, ayahuasca really, I think, helps people do, is really kind of get to the, through the layers of like blocks and whatnot in their own individual experience as a soul here on planet Earth. But a few years ago, I did another plant medicine called the toad. It's actually an animal-like medicine. It comes from literally a toad, but it's from the animal kingdom. It's from the earth. Toads are not killed. Like it, it's a humane um, medicine, and you smoke it, and you work one-on-one -on -one with a shaman in order to, mm. um, instead of a, a group experience, you work one-on-one -on -one with the shaman, and it's about an hour and a half long. It's not like 12 hours like Aya. And that experience actually changed my life more significantly than, than ayahuasca did. And that really, really, really set me on this path because I've always been super spiritual and connected, but I didn't even realize how connected I was until I did that. And essentially what the toad does is connects you to the universe. Mm -hmm. Aya connects you to your soul and you get connected to a straight, for me, I reached in divinity and the infinite. And I really became completely aware and full understanding of the universe and how big we are so think or how little we are I should say and how big it is so imagine the plant whole planet earth yeah okay the whole planet and think of all the oceans on the planet okay and on all of the sand on all of the oceans mm -hmm. and you pick up a single grain of sand mm -hmm. that's the planet earth in relation to the whole planet itself 
Because that was your vision from the, or just understanding that was the conception came. of understanding of how, like, basically there's extraterrestrial life all throughout the universe. We are, it's not an accident that we incarnated as human beings. We're actually souls inside of a human body right now on planet Earth for a reason at this current conjuncture microcosm of time. And that if you look into the night sky and then Mil like the Milky Way, think about the Milky Way, which is just yeah. our galaxy, and there are trillions and trillions of galaxies. There are what we're looking at is stars, so similar to our sun. Our sun is a star; it's a very big star, but there are big stars in the sky too. And there are more planets in the universe than there are stars. So if you're looking at this, millions of stars in the sky, there's trillions of planets surrounding yeah. those stars, and there has there is a, it's a scientific fact that life exists throughout the universe based on the, the yeah. sheer volume of, of potential. And so anyway, what I basically began to understand in that, I just got so in touch with that understanding that we are 100% here for a reason. Yeah. And all of it is like, an, I, want, I don't want to minimize it, but like it's an, it's an experiment. It's like a, we've come into this, into this body to evolve our soul. Mm -hmm. And when we die, we may re reincarnate as a human. We may go to another part of the universe and live out a different lifetime somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we are human with all of the complexities and the, and the darkness, actually, that exists on this planet, our responsibility is to wake up to our light because this mm -hmm. is an incredibly important time right now on planet Earth. Yes. The consciousness is shifting. People are waking up. People are becoming more attuned to love, kindness, compassion, empathy, community, breaking down barriers of separation, segregation. Like we are, like finally becoming more awakened. Yes, that's that that you know. So that mm -hmm. that concept of like being woke, we are literally waking up. And I personally feel that I'm. I, I guess I'll, I'll own this. I'm more awake than most. Yeah. And therefore, it is my job to help other people wake up, but in a way that is tangible for them. I mm -hmm. think I'm here to connect the fifth dimension, which is quantum reality, mm -hmm. to the third dimension, which is what you and I are here sitting in right now, like with you know, 3D yeah. flesh. And, and that's where Simply B comes in. Yes, When it you does. think about it, it's um, giving the souls that are here, that are per like the having a purpose, God damn it, chills again, and the voice so they can realize themselves in this life. That's how I saw it at some level when I listen to you sometimes. Thousand percent. And then we can move on and we can progress uh, in, as a society, as a soul evolution, whatnot. So you it's just it. like, you know, this, it's, and this is where the business is combined with um, with the spirituality you have. So, so you run a business that helps not only numbers, because that's given, that's, that's why we call it business, right? But there's this other dimension to it. Um, you nailed it. I mean, that is, my, my business is exact, simply be exactly where it comes in. We are a business that, we, we live in 2020, uh, we have collective you know, decades of experience around digital and how things work on social and how to great, create a great platform and use smart tactics, but it's so much more than that. Simply Be, it's called Simply Be. The yeah. name came to me in a divine meditation that's tattooed on my wrist and it, I was there years before the business and it was like that had been sitting there my whole 20s looking at me and, and the voice was, 
you need to start another business and it doesn't matter what it does it just you just have to call it that that's the name and that's so cool sorry it's true and it's what I'm here to teach people to do and listen you're we I someone once said a long time ago someone I follow we teach what we are here to learn and I am learning how to be every day like to be in my beingness mm -hmm. and to let go of what people think of me or to let go of the fear of failure or to let go of trauma like past you know wounds all of it like to be in the moment to be okay with who you are because mm -hmm. who you are is perfect it's a gift you came in with something that no one else has mm -hmm. and that that's what you're here to share with the world before you go so that you can make the world a little bit better and live your purpose and that is really at the end of the day what we help our clients do 100 percent, yeah more that's, than anything that's like how i saw it always like when i was thinking about you guys that that's the connection of Completely. the spiritual exactly okay let's go back to the earth a little bit yeah this was amazing <laughs> i want to know i'm always fascinated because it's, it's just like for me it's just how genius we are as people yes. like that you have this idea to open company like this like how that that happened and i'm like really granular like i had people um my guests here um, who came up with their idea like they wanted to do something and then idea came to to the uh, yeah. picture or they went for a walk with the dog and yeah. idea popped in like how was it with simple b and and w w most important because idea somebody said it's just one percent ninety percent ninety nine percent is then work after Execution. and then all the move yeah. so what was the first move you did uh, but yeah. but most importantly how did you came up with simply b yeah. besides like having a tattoo for years that is such an incredible yeah. story yeah well i mean it's a it's a pretty straightforward story in a way. I, I, I this is my second business. Because you uh, ran the uh, magazine. magazine. Yeah, yeah. Called Cheeky, Cheeky. for seven mm -hmm. years. And God, that was like a past life. It's so crazy to think about. Like, that was so long ago. But yeah. it was a it, huge forming, shaping of, of who I am in my life, right? So, but that was a chapter of my life that, you know, really gave me my real life MBA. I learned how to, you know, become an entrepreneur. I didn't even know I was an entrepreneur until I started. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is, I'm running my own business. Hardest, one of the hardest chapters of my life, to be frank. But we were really popular. Like, we had become kind of this well-known magazine in a short amount of time, and we'd ran it for seven years. And I had become sort of this media figure. Like, people, you know, yeah. knew Jessica Zweig as Cheeky Jessica. Like, I was the face of Cheeky. And I didn't really realize throughout that chapter that I had built my own personal brand mm -hmm. by being the face of a business. And I say this all the time that it was an it was kind of a happy accident because it was in the dawn of social media and I was just really good at putting myself out there. It always came naturally to me to like I was an actress, so like Facebook yeah. was like my stage, you know? I was like, yeah. yeah, I can like share myself here. And it just was something that has always come naturally to me. And and so I left Cheeky in 2014. Long story, I needed to, I walked away from that business. And I went off to start Simply Be, which I, I didn't know what it was gonna be. I wanted to consult. Yes. I just knew I was gonna get away from my old business partner and like really go off on my own. And I had been kind of getting sidebar solicitations from clients while I was running Cheeky towards the tail end of like, hey, can you help me? I'll pay you for your time. I'm like, oh, that's consulting. And mm -hmm. I can maybe start a business around that. So it was really organic. And it was honestly quite reactive because I was in a lot of emotional trauma and drama with like the All end, the business, of, the end yeah, of, Cheeky. of Cheeky. So I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna like just go off on my own and like call it Simply Be 
and it's going to be a one-woman consultancy, and I know I'm good at branding, and I know I'm good at marketing, and I'll help people who need help. Like, that was my business plan, quote unquote. So I made the decision to leave. It was a very tough decision. And then I, and I announced I was leaving to start Simply Be by sending out an email to my network. That's it. It was an email I sent through my Gmail account, BCC'd probably 100 people, and like announced it. And within five days, I had $20,000 worth of client work. That's awesome. Which was like, not about the number, it's like, it was my aha moment about the power of a personal brand because... But it is an aha moment because it, this is the validation that that work. route yeah. you're taking, it's going to work for you because you already built some past relationship and you were good at your did in the past. Totally. People want to follow you into this journey. You got it. And, and, and it's this a validation. Is, totally. And this is what I want the people listening to take away about that story because it was my aha moment that you are your most precious asset and the equity that you build in your name and truly your reputation and what people say about you when you're not in the room, that's your brand. That's mm -hmm. your personal brand. And so if you can architect it in a way that is authentic and intentional and consistent, mm -hmm. it becomes the most powerful business marketing tool you can ever, ever have because you are you are not always going to do what you do. I will one day not run Simply Be. Simply Be will be something else, and I'll go do... I'm 38. I got a lot of life left to live, right? But I will always be me. Yeah. I will always have the asset of me. So this was my aha of like, well, fuck. If I did this as an accident, like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, people don't even know what I do. People know the story of what I do. Yeah. But they don't really know what I do and how I do what I do. If they were to hire me and sit down in a session with me, like, what am I going to tell them? And how am I going to treat them as a client? Like, they didn't care. They didn't need to know because mm -hmm. they had enough trust in the equity that I built in my name for those past seven years that I was an expert at this because I had been successful at what I had done. So I thought to myself, well, if I could do this for myself, and I now know a lot about digital and social and branding and content. What if I actually took this and was really intentional with it, but then taught other people how to do it too? Mm -hmm. And took all of my expertise in digital, plus my passion, to be honest with people. I've always had you know, a heart for authenticity and truth and kind, like people, just like being people. Yes, and this is a hundred one reason why I really um, want to talk to you because you're always so authentic, you know, Thank like you. It's, it's just honesty and I think we all need it. You know, the truth they say will set you free. Like when you tell the truth about yourself, man, you not only set yourself free, but you set other people free. Like you give other people the permission to tell the truth. Like if I come on here and I tell you that I was like, broke for years, depressed because of an autoimmune disease, like had a toxic abusive boyfriend. After that, I had a toxic business partnership, like have been through a lot of different, I, like I'm super spiritual, I do plant medicines. Like people are gonna be like, oh my God, she's, she's someone who looks successful in the world and she's telling the truth and coming clean about that shit. Yeah. I, we're all we're all human. We all deal with things. We all have yeah, like the, shit. The old paradigm that you have to be a perfect leader that doesn't have any flaw is it's way over. gone. And we all know that we have lives, that we have situations in life that are not pretty and running business is certainly not pretty and everybody knows that. So I right. think that um, even though it still exists and we have this, you know, preachers and leaders there that are 
um, trying to be just perfect. It's just not true. And no. I think that's the great value that you bring. Thank you. Um, just just this honesty and, and you know, you, we everyone can listen and should listen to all your podcasts because there is always a moment of this honesty we are talking about, uh, this or the other way. Um, and it's just, uh, again, another another way you better the world jessica thank let's you. take out the cliche of thank it you. it's true thank you though i mean, yeah. i i look at there's a lot of people who come before me right that i think about who've inspired me and i wrote, I wrote about these people in my book i wrote a book coming out next year and, yes um, i forgot to add that to this <laughs> long list that almost took a whole episode <laughs> um i i definitely um you know i have a chapter actually in my book called embrace your shit and it's the second chapter of the book. And it's a literally about if you want to be a thought leader, if you want to be seen as an expert and an authority and like drive your business forward with your brand, you got to like come clean and open up about your shit because yeah. you have it and everyone does. And I use the examples of Oprah Winfrey, Tony Robbins, Howard Schultz. I think someone else, I'm forgetting it was a while ago since I wrote my manuscript, but these are all people who had like trauma like who grew up like with real, real darkness in their mm -hmm. lives and they used it to create light. To create light. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Chills again. <laughs> <laughs> um, we touched a little bit here um, just a second ago about, you know, all the traumatic or difficult moments. I don't want to go back to it. It's just like you can guys go to, uh, to Jessica's podcast. She shares a lot. But um, I always like to celebrate like good moments, and I just want to know, you know, so far with running this new business. I know there's a lot of success, but what is like? What do you feel like is like the proudest moment so far you had? Like that you really felt like it's just like this feeling that you're like, mm -hmm. oh my god, I'm like in the right place in the right moment. I did something amazing, and it just feels like just like you can. I get always this feeling of like I can literally fly almost. But it yeah. just like makes your uh, heart and, and soul sing. I would say my, I mean, what came to me immediately was two things. What is it? I mean, they're, they're one and the same. When I watch the people that I work with, whether that's my clients or my team, come alive. Mm -hmm. So I'll talk about my clients first. I mean, watching, like when we give our clients the tools and the framework and the messaging to live their purpose and then they do and they grow and things start to happen for them and they become more successful and more empowered and they, their businesses grow but then they grow as people that's that's what they that's what they really pay me for I think and yeah. to see that really for, come to but it's an, an invaluable asset right for them priceless to, yeah. priceless so that's one definite piece and I honestly they're one and the same but you know, I have a lot of young women who work for me, mm -hmm. and I spend more time with my team than anyone in my life. Mm -hmm. And to see these young women and men come through my doors, mm -hmm. one person, mm -hmm. and then six months later, or two mm -hmm. years later, or three years later, transform. Girl blossom. That mm -hmm. blossom into young bosses, young fucking executive women who run shit like in their 20s mm -hmm. you know and they tell me they tell me everything I've learned I've learned from you mm -hmm. and so for me I don't have kids you know I have dogs I might have kids one day I don't know but right now I feel very fulfilled 
kind of raising this team and giving mm -hmm. them being the example of what it looks like to be a heart-centered leader mm -hmm. and showing them you know how, how to believe in themselves mm -hmm. you know by being the example of that too and so that really is what drives me and I think is one of the um, most amazing moments of my of, it's actually like the one of the greatest things I've ever done to be frank yeah. is to build this team and to watch them all step into themselves and help them find their voices which has helped my business grow right mm -hmm. and that's a net effect but really it's just so damn rewarding to you know watch an employee start at simply be with not a lot of confidence not a lot of polish not a lot of understanding of the space and then a year later like I'm I don't even need to be in the meeting they mm -hmm. can run it you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know because I follow your Instagram <laughs> and I listen to your stuff and and yeah, and it's totally come through. Like how you treat your team. Like what did you guys yesterday went to the King Spa? Excuse me. Yeah, we did. Stop it. And then you flew to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. I flew Do you have open positions? <laughs> no, it's just Not beautiful because you know I'm now uh, get, getting out of the corporate world and. And I felt um, that I n did not fit it, fit it there because this idea of people bringing each other down, people yeah. being cutty, and a lot of this is women, unfortunately, uh, people competing instead of focusing on building things, moving forward, fixing things. It was just a lot of this mishmash that it just drained me all the time. And, yeah. and when I left corporate, not even knowing what, what, uh, what next, I just felt such a relief that I'm not in this, um, in, I'm not in this shenanigans anymore and I'm not in any way supporting it. But sometimes when you are in it, you may even, you know, sing like others. I never tried to, but but from observing you and how you run your place, that's another thing that people should learn from you and look up to you um, uh, because it's it's just beautiful. That's how companies should be run, you know? By the end of the day, we are humans. We want to grow. We want to learn, and, and we all should support each other. And when you are in the leading position, that's responsibility is even greater. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we have... the especially as women there's so much talk today about women empowerment yes but it's, it's i want to talk to you about it's this talk it's not a walk you know like walking it is literally getting off your ass and helping another woman spending with her 30 minutes on uh, morning on Thursday and talking to her on her mini podcast oh, that's woman empowerment that's that's no that's true Jessica I think I think you are walking uh, your talk and talking your walk whatever it is I probably mix it up but that's that's it you know and I'm so grateful for you doing it and 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 being also honest and true about it uh, that way because that's you know that's you helped me here a little it doesn't you know it I think we all just need to really stop sometimes and think to ourselves, like, if I were to, I'll give you an example, and my coach Gina is helping me with this, but, you know, we all get, we all get opportunities, right? We all get, like, moments in, you know, in our careers where we get asked to do things. And instead of, if it's, you know, if it's not a right fit or you don't have the time or whatever it might be, instead of saying no, like, I can't, thank you for asking. What if you took the attitude of the spirit of generosity and you were like, I can't do this, but I know another woman that would be more than happy to help you. Mm -hmm. I just got asked to talk next week at like a lunch and learn to, to, you know, 
20 women, 20 women about the power of women in the workplace or whatever. And I, I like physically couldn't do it. I, my schedule was mm-hmm. booked. But instead of saying no, like, sorry, no, thank you. I can't do it. I'm like, who do I know that could do it? Like, who would be a perfect woman to help, you know, you know, this client that's looking for support? And so I called up my friend and I was like, would you be willing to do this? Because I think you're better this, for this than I am, mm-hmm. which is true, actually. So really, like, that's the walk. You know, and I'm not patting myself on the back. I think I'm just giving an example. Yeah. So that your community can really, like, consider maybe next time, what's the opportunity here for me to lift another woman up, whether it's someone I know really well or someone I barely know. Yeah. And that's, you know, you can say that like me coming and spending time with you is an act of women empowerment, fine. But you coming, reaching out, wanting me on your show, coming and spending your morning with me and sharing me with your community, no matter how big or small it is, doesn't matter. It's human beings that are gonna listen to this. That to me is equally as empowering for, for me, you know, so. I just want us to You never know who's going to listen to it and knock on your door and be like, I want my personal brand done by you. (laughs) You never know. You never know. You really, yeah. Um, Yeah, that's amazing. Um, What else I want to know? I want to know, we talk business, we talk stars and spirituality, and I love that. But, you know, like being um, CEO and running your own company, like I can imagine, it's just so... I kind of can because I'm um, on that path there, but it's so busy and draining. And I want to know the tricks of Jessica, what Jessica does to relax, to unwind without wine, because I know you're lately not drinking. Yes, I'm like all for sober club. It's such a beautiful club. I just recently joined it after 20 years of, I don't know what, but... It's like what? one day you just wake up and you're like, why do I do this? I know. So Poison so my body. Yeah, totally. Poison. Um, so what, 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 what did you replace it with? Like what, do you, what is important to you in, in like staying sane, staying healthy, yeah. like keeping your body up going, your brain? Yeah. Like what, what are the, some t- tips and tricks you can share with us? Because I feel like everybody has a different, yeah. but I always like to know it because you never know. Maybe yeah. somebody has this little yeah. thing that may work for me. Sure. Um, I, I think that being physically healthy is, if you're not physically healthy, like nothing's going to work, right? Mm. So I am very, very committed to sleep. I get seven to eight hours a night of sleep. I do not compromise that. I, if I do for one night, I feel, I, I, have, I compromise my sick, like I can get sick. So I don't mess with that. I go to bed pretty much every night by like 10.30. I wake up at like 6, 6.30. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's 11, I'll try to sleep till 7, like it just depends, but I get, try, try to get really consistent sleep and I take CBD and melatonin at this stage of my life to help me sleep, but it like, it, it works. Um, I meditate, I bet I'll meditate every day, but I meditate probably three or four, sometimes five times a week and my meditation practice has really evolved. I don't really do it guided or I used to chant and do TM internally, but now I just kind of sit and like let my mind calm down mm-hmm. and then start to like talk to spirit. And it's just really been working for me lately. Um, I stopped working out as much. I used to work out four or five days a week and I would do Soul Cycle and Barry's Boot Camp and Pilates and like a, a ton of stuff, weights. And I actually got really clear about a year ago that that it no longer serves me. And I, I, I'm much gentler on my body now. I do 
Well, I work out like three times a week and I do mainly yoga, Pilates, bar, low impact, everything. I'm obsessed with Melissa Wood Health. She's one of my favorite influencers on Instagram and she's got an amazing platform of like these low impact home workouts that I do all the time. Um, We're going to link her below. Yeah, she's, she's sure. amazing. I want to check her out. She's amazing. I journal. I do morning pages. I like old journal most mornings. And I Is that a beautiful practice? It's life-changing. If I don't journal regularly, like I don't feel myself. Um, I've cut out certain things from my diet. Like I don't really drink anymore. I told you that. We talked about that. Sugar, gluten, dairy. I've kind of like eliminated those things. Um, I mean, I'll have like dark chocolate or like once in a while I'll, you know, imbibe in a cookie. Like I'm not, I, I've been intuitively eating now. It's about like 70, 80, mm -hmm. you know, 80, 20. Like if I'm good 80% of the time, I'll eat, you know, French fries, you know, or whatever it is. Um, yeah, we some, sometimes have to live a little. <laughs> we have to live a little, yeah, we do. And, um, and indulge, yeah. And indulge, exactly. And um, boundaries, I mean, boundaries is such a charged, charged word for people, but I like to call it a moat. Like, I, I like, I'm like sitting on my own little island of like my, my own personal temple and there's a moat of still water around me and then I can draw bridges. Like I'll let this person in or I'll, I'll make time to do this. But this moat is, you know, time where I turn off my phone and I'm present with my husband and I spend time outside of work with people who have nothing to do with work. I mean, mm -hmm. I love spending time with my team actually. It's like one of my favorite things to do, but I, I am on a lot. Like I feel like I'm on Mm -hmm. all the time so this turning it off a little bit I and can, having a boundary around you is so important solitude yeah like if i if i cannot talk to people for like two days i'm so happy and i recharge you're my soul sister because <laughs> i feel like i love people but i also hate people but <laughs> i love myself so much i love, I love my so time yeah i take that back i don't hate people but like i love my time so oh, much so much it's so good i'm actually an introvert disguise no, as an extrovert. Stop. People think I'm like I'm I'm an extrovert. I learned this about myself. Um do you know like astrology like yes, your rising sign, sign, your yes, sun what sign, are your you? moon sign? I'm a Leo Leo Cancer. Oh my so god. So Cancer Leo. Moon. So when I learned that I was a Cancer Moon, my whole life made sense. Like I'm the girl that like wants to host the party and can't wait to leave the party and yeah. take a bath. Like, like I'll host the party and I want to be like, you know, like on stage, like welcoming everyone with a toast. But then I'm like, like, bye. Like two minutes later, I want to go be alone and end the night and be home early, go to bed, get a good night's sleep. Yeah. You know, that's, that's me. Yeah. I'm a cancer. Man, it's like, so funny day. that you are talking about this, uh, you know, the circle around you. Because yeah. sometimes like when you, I don't know if you have it, like when you go to the room, like I sometimes don't like to be in like big concerts or other people because like the energy of people bothers me. You like do. not that they are wrong with them. It's sometimes you just like don't want to have that. Totally. So we are like again spiritually here. And yeah. Um, okay. So really quickly, I know book is coming up. Yeah. Um, I know you guys growing. Uh, you have a new COO, yeah. Alicia Lisowski. I'm going to say it in Polish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect. Um, uh, what else? Like, what is like, what is your dream? I know you're looking at the property in California. You want to be more secluded, get this bubble going yeah. more, yeah. Uh, which is amazing. What What else? Like, what is the, What is Jessica's dream? Like, it's such a good question. Um, 
I, think I am is. a dreamer. I like when, yeah. and I love to hear when people tell me their dreams because it's yeah. just so beautiful. Because I know that, yeah, that will happen. I would love to. Um, I want to build a, a a big organization. I want to. I want simply be to be a globally recognized brand. Mm-hmm. I want it to be similar in a sense to um, different, but you know, Goop is mm-hmm. like a it's yeah. like a content platform. It's a product platform. It's and they a, are known for certain yeah, areas. They have a thing. niche for yeah. sure, but you know, I see simply be having a brand recognition that has like meaning, and so that looks like digital programs, online courses, multiple books, a very very successful podcast, um, speaking on stages all the time, going around the world teaching workshops and masterminds. I want a Chicago headquarters that always will be here. Potentially a satellite office in New York, if that makes sense. I love New York. Having a secluded, peaceful home. I want to call it the Simply Be Sanctuary in Palm Springs, where my husband and I can go to escape, but then I also use it as a multi-purpose yeah. space for retreats and masterminds where clients can come. I host Simply Be branded events, and I'd love to eventually have like a, a satellite like home or whatever in Costa Rica, where I can go to write and create and dream. And honestly, I want to be—I want to be a game changer. I want people—I want to leave this planet knowing that I woke a lot of people up. And I'm so clear this year, more than ever before, that I need to be seen in the world in a very, very big way to do that. And that doesn't make me egotistical. That doesn't make me fame hungry. Like these are all dark shadows that I've had to really unpack. It's—it's it's just actually what I was born to do and I have to be able to really give myself the permission without the shame and fear to do it like if I want to change the world you change the world one person at a time and therefore I have to be seen by a lot of persons and touch yeah. a lot of persons and that's really my my goal and and so you know if that looks like x amount of team members or revenue I don't really think about that I really just think about like how can I how can I make that meaningful like mm-hmm. pointing at my logo like how can I make this something that actually changes people's lives mm-hmm. that's my goal I see spiritual entrepreneurship entrepreneurship enterprise yeah going yeah. on there um yeah that's beautiful um just one more question yeah. at the end so what is the um like a gadget or a thing that you can run your business without like it can be a phone It can be fun. Um, like a program or a practice. We talk meditation. Like what, what, but like more tangible. Like I, I like tech stuff because I feel like, you know, we're running businesses. There's a lot of technical things going on, a lot of new tech um, apps and programs and, and help is coming up there. Like is there is anything that you think that it's like super valuable? I know you talk about LinkedIn a lot, which is super interesting as a really powerful platform um uh, unutilized one um, um I think but is there say, anything that you can run your business with? like you feel like you can run your business <laughs> first gonna say julia <laughs> no julia my assistant <laughs> and i literally can't live my life without julia well it's an important element if it is for you like to having somebody to kind of help you run things and she, and keep you on track she is my she is my lifeline um but like she's not a technology she's a human um but she helps me with everything i mean i would say, yeah, I love LinkedIn. I think that's great. But I mean, for me, Instagram has actually become more powerful. Um, I med- Meditation, I, I mean, I, I, w- I wouldn't say that. I mean, I can definitely I- can't live without that. That helps me. 
What is it? What is something that I can't live without? I mean, honestly, I I like I'm a podcast junkie. I wake up, I turn it on immediately. Like I go to bed, I listen to them. I feel like, you know, feeding my brain with With things that really inspire me and like yeah, and move me. And what is your favorite? Um, What do you literally uh, like listen to obsessively? Um, or I, is it just jumping around from to, subjects? I, I jump around a lot. I listen to I listen to the Daily a lot. New York Times. I like to stay up to date with the news. I listen to Hillary Rushford, Your Welcome podcast. That's really good. I listen to Expanded by Lacey Phillips. That's a yes. great podcast. Mm-hmm. I listen to um, the Goop podcast. Mm-hmm. I listen to Gary Vaynerchuk. I listen to. Um, the Skinny Confidential, him and her, they're, mm-hmm. they're really good. They have a lot of great guests. I listen to the Life School Coach, the Life Coaching School podcast with Brooke Castillo. Yeah. Sometimes um, depends on the content. I listen to this podcast once in a while called Beyond Influential with Brittany. Someone she's got, she talks about personal branding. I, I listen to Amy Porterfield. Yeah. I, I listen to I listen to so many. Um, I listen to Oprah, Super Soul. I think that there's just so much content out there now, it's like kind of hard to keep up. Yes, for but sure. But I really, really, I don't know. I, I, and I'm on, podca- I'm on iTunes now too, so it's kind of cool to like be part of that mm-hmm. community. And that, that platform has really driven our business in a new way. So, you know, it's that. It's my Insight Timer, my app for meditation. It's my Google Calendar. Like I wake oh, up and I don't, I don't, so yeah, I don't know where I'm going to be and what I need to do unless it's on my calendar. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just one last thing, Jessica, I remember you just said five seconds ago that you would like to be a game changer. I just want to tell you that you are one already and you're going to be an even bigger one. And I'm so grateful you're here. And we talked and we chatted about stars and business and numbers and planets. <laughs> <laughs> and please do more of that. I think it's just so eye-opening, door-opening, and mind-opening for everybody, other people, for myself personally, um, to, to kind of like be this like true feminine and not just say it, but be it everything you are you. Um, and what you do and thank you so much for that and thank you for your time you're welcome. oh thank my you. god you're so good so good. <laughs> so good i can't wait to hear it and here you can you got her back pad your pineapple later beautiful i love the ribbon and isn't jessica's wig what is like amazing oh my god one of the best conversations i had lately Um, I hope you learned something, Uh, you got inspired by Jessica, by someone who through their work, through their business, is changing the world for better. I'll talk to you soon and yes, I'm still in my car so you can hear probably some cars here in the background. Sorry for that. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.